passengers, may I have your attention, please? Take your seats and secure your seatbelt. The ride you're about to take will be unlike anything you've ever experienced before. They are the mics on mics, and this is Drive-By. Welcome, I am Mike J. He is Mike S. We are the Mike's on Mike's. This is the best wrestling podcast you haven't heard of until right now. And damn, it's been a long time, my friend. How the hell are you? Ooh, back like a smoking habit. But not my smoking habit, because I'm still not smoking. It's been, it's been four months, and your boy is healthier than the last time you heard from him. You know what my favorite part about that is? What's that? That I'm not going to have to, in the summertime, edit your exhaust fan out of the uh, mix. <laughs> I mean, I quit smoking <laughs> cigarettes, bro. Like, uh, you still go well, out to, oh, you still go well, out to edit okay. the, the smoke fan well, out. Well, Cause, shit. Because you boy. Well, I mean, it's not going to, it's like, at best, it cut down on two lighter flicks a show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not like all these were for uh were for the smokes, you know. Anyway, man. I get it. I so, get it. Uh <laughs> Yeah. So not still not smoking. Um still doing DDP yoga. Still getting in better shape. Uh you know, I used to describe myself like face like a nine, body like a five or six. Body like a seven and a half now, so uh, yeah. What's been going on with you? How's the wife and kids? How's the family? <sighs> we know we're we're crawling through the uh, the COVID, um, which of course I addressed last week, hitting our home like a I don't know, like a hurricane, like uh, a, like a plague. I was, gonna, I was gonna say like a bantha because now all I think is ride it like a bantha, and if you're not, if you don't get that reference, then I don't care. Ride um, it like a bantha. Did you watch this <laughs> week's episode of Boba Fett yet? Oh, did I? Did I? Oh, I did. Okay, so then, like we could talk spoilers. Oh, um. I did happen to see season three, episode one, The Mandalorian this week. You are correct. Yes. Uh, so, first of all, <laughs> let's talk about the end of episode, uh, what? What are we, this was what? Episode five this week or four? Yeah, it would have been the end of episode four. Yep. Okay, so the end of episode four, they're like, oh man, we need some muscle. And they're like, we can buy muscle. And they do the, wah, wah, the, I can't do it. The Mandalorian theme song, wah, 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 like yep. the, like yep. the mod, the modern day Sergio fucking Coney fucking shit that they be doing. Wah, 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 wah. And then what happens at the start of this week, man? The fucking episode starts. And what's the first thing you hear? Wah, 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 wah. And in yep. walks the man himself. Oh, dude, I'm marked out, man. I'm not even like gonna lie. Like I marked clear the fuck out like i was like oh shit jen jen's here oh man <laughs> and then the episode the return of the mandalorian oh dude the whole 
fucking, it was just a whole Mando episode, whole Mando episode, and so much happened in it, man, they kicked him out of the fucking Mandalorian fucking cult, it's a cult, let's be real, if you can't take your fucking mask off, it's a cult, um, it's a cult, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, I was discussing with a friend of mine what that could mean for season three of Mandalorian, and I hope that we're right, and it's more of a, He's just going to join up with the other Mandalorians who aren't zealots instead of a, I'm going to try to earn the respect of these assholes back. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, well, man, he's still got that dark saber too, you know, so you know those other Mandalorians that don't follow the code, they real unhappy about that shit. And then I loved how they broke down old fucking uh, what's-her-face where they were like, nah, man, she's a spoiled rich girl her whole life think she owed that dark saber oh shit yeah oh shit Uh, which to me automatically gives him an ally right does it though or does it automatically give him an enemy no i think it's the wrestling can these uh odd couple make it as a tag team kind of thing to relate it back to our uh normal topics you know no man i don't know man she's gonna want that she gonna want that dark saber, bro. She gonna want that dark saber. I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. I don't know. The fun thing is, I actually like. I was so excited seeing him come on the screen, and then like, I kind of. I mean, I knew he had the dark saber, but like, it wasn't in the forefront of my mind. So I'm gonna say like, I forgot he had the dark saber. If that makes sense. Same. And then I hear, then I hear, and I'm like, oh shit. Yes! So I had, like, two markout moments. Yes, I did, too. Also, I like that he doesn't know how to wield a fucking lightsaber-esque weapon yet. Yep. Like, so... Yep, and he so, cut himself. Well, and he <laughs> cut himself, but he said before he helps Boba out, he's gotta go see his little dude, right? Yep. Bro, he's gonna learn how to lightsaber fight from Luke Skywalker. Yep, and I don't think we're gonna see that. I think that's gonna be in Season 3. Yeah. That's gonna oh, be a yeah. flashback. Yeah, that's... I think that is season three. Yep, it very well could be. His whole trip. Yeah. Yep, that's a that's a valid point. I also wonder if when he comes back, if he doesn't bring someone else with him in uh, Ahsoka. Um, probably going to have to because they're going to have to find a way to kick her show off. Yep, that was my thinking. So with, uh, with Force, Force Ghost Anakin Skywalker. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I love all of it. it okay. It's, dude, dude Mike, just... the Disney Plus shows, Marvel and Star Wars, are just, they're next level, like, nerdum, and they have been hitting all of them out of the park. They In, have On different been... levels, but all of them out of the park. They have been, I agree, but I want to give a little bit of props to DC and what they're doing with the TV show right now, also. Peacemaker? Dude, have you seen? I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Have you watched the it. opening nope. credits yet? I have. I have seen that, and I have seen the uh, the Batman's a pussy scene, which was fantastic. Okay, so if you are on the fence about Peacemaker, if you're like, I don't know, man, like he was enjoyable in Suicide Squad, but like you know, it's John Cena. I don't like. Okay, if you want to see John Cena at his very most like anti John Cena, um, right? Okay, first of all, if you're on the fence about this show, just 
watch the opening credits. It's on YouTube. Just type in YouTube. If you Here's a fun fact. If you get on YouTube and you type in the word peace, the first thing that comes up is Peacemaker opening credits. Um, <laughs> watch the opening credits. And if that doesn't convince you to watch the show, then don't watch the show. It's not going to be for you. But the yeah. opening credits of that show, this show is fantastic. I just watched episode five a couple hours ago. Um, I look forward to this show more every week, I think, than probably any other show on TV right now. Uh, it includes Boba Fett. Now, if it was a Mandalorian, how would I feel? I don't know. Probably differently. Probably differently. Let's just be real. <laughs> Boba ain't hitting on the level that Mando was. It's just not. Um, still an excellent show, though. Still an excellent show. But Mando, there's something about it, you know. There's something special about Mando. Um, Peacemaker, though. Holy shit. Swearing, blood, heads getting blown up. John Cena telling people their titties look good. Um, <laughs> giving people nicknames because of what their dicks look like. Um, like he calls one guy Scepter. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. because he's got a bulbous cock. Uh, what, bulbous did they, head. what did they call? He calls one guy, call, calls uh, one guy Thimble. Oh, cause there's a, a and there's some like deep cut, like DC references in there, man. Fucking like judo masters in this judo master. Are you fucking kidding me? Fucking judo masters in this. And there's ongoing ties to the overarching DC continuity that they've been putting out through the movies. Like, like they're kind of doing some good work, tying things together a little bit, building continuity throughout this cinematic universe. That's so, good. The bad thing is I don't have any confidence that that will continue throughout the whole universe. We'll see what happens when the Flash comes out, huh? Eh, yeah, I, I just, uh, I like, mm -mm. I just don't have time for DC right now. Like, I do want to watch that show. But, like, it's like piecemeal for me, where with, like, Marvel, I'm watching everything because I know it's all going to make sense. If that makes sense. Right, and you can watch that shit with your kids and stuff, too. Yeah, 100%. This is I not a show you can have on with your kids in the room. <laughs> yeah, um, that's why I haven't got to it yet. Um, I don't know, I plan man, on it, maybe for sure. play it for the oldest one when he's, like, 11, right? Be like, don't tell your mom I let you watch this with me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be one of those like bonding it. moments with your oldest son where you're like, look, man, like you can't tell mom that you watch this with me or like she's going to be mad at me and I'm not going to be able to watch cool shit with you again, man. And like, it's John Cena. It's John Cena and it's comics. So, you know, don't tell mom. And this could be our thing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mike, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about wrestling, man. Let's talk about it. Um, let's talk some definitely some wrestling. Wrestling got uh, very famous, very evil this week. <laughs> it sure did, didn't it? Uh, you're one of your favorites. Uh, I, while I have not seen his in-ring work, uh, the character and promo work is one of my favorites. And uh, you want to go ahead and take it from here, Mike? Um, so... In the middle of the lights out match, you have a lights out match. Now we know why. Uh, so you can hide Dan Housen <laughs> under the ring. 
Um, <laughs> so we have a lights out match between Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole. Orange Cassidy won this match, by the way. Let's talk about that. Yeah, really let's talk about how much, in my personal opinion, Adam Cole is just not the same person that I fell in love with right now. Uh, I just he look. I I mean, I hope he's happy, but he's a he's just a guy, bro. I'm and... in better shape than Adam Cole right now. What is going on? This is the like like no shit. If you looked at me and Adam Cole right now, side by side, I am like an inch and a half taller than him, minimum. First of all, he's five seven. I'm five ten. I'm three inches taller than him. I probably at this moment right now weigh probably probably ten pounds more than him, and I probably have a better musculature. No, for a fact, I do right now. Right now, look more like a professional wrestler than Adam Cole does, and never at any time in my fucking entire 40 years of life have I ever <laughs> described myself as looking like a professional wrestler. But like, what the fuck man, has dude, happened? I watched this dude. He's happy, bro. Okay. I honestly, but... I honestly think, man, he's just like, first of all, here's what's happening, right? He's getting pussy on the rag, on the rag, hanging out with all his best friends now. All of them. All his friends are there now, except Roddy Strong. All his friends are there now, right? And I think this cat is just low-key living his best life, kicking it with his old lady and his best friends on the daily, eating steak and shrimp. And like, just not giving a fuck. Like, that's and really not, what I. That's not, not going to not a gym. Giving a fuck. And I honestly <laughs> think that's what's happening right now. I think this guy it's, is just like, you know, man, you know how it is. Like, okay, so you remember when you and Special <laughs> K first got together, right? And uh, you were. Uh, I, I forgot that nickname. You were. Right. Um, you were. Uh, you were. You were. You were working at the gym. Playing in the band, right? And right, Kim. She was just a K dog. <laughs> I'm just gonna give her a new nickname every time I mention her. Uh. K dog. She's uh, she was like, you know, she's like, you know, you guys were in your twenties, right? Y'all like, you know, and you remember, yeah, when y'all moved into that haunted house together. Uh huh. Did you, I said haunted house in quotations. Um, it was haunted. Okay. It wasn't demons. It was, it was demon. haunted. You had a demon. It wasn't um, demons. You had a demon. Um, go start real. Um, so you moved into the haunted apartment. Um, mm -hmm. you remember, you remember like that first like six months and like y'all just kind of like, you remember like every couple does this after that first like six months, you know, of like cohabitation, uh, bliss. You kind of like, fuck, man, we probably need to start like hitting the gym a little bit better, right? Because uh, when you're happy, all you do is stay laid up in the house, eating pizza, and fucking. Like, that's it. Actually, I no, I totally get what you're saying. I was actually the opposite. Uh, that was when I was doing some of my most intense training and in the best shape of my life. But I right. understand what so you're you saying. Just, so, you were just, so you were just rocking that ass. Uh, out I there, was just jackhammering. Yeah, but here's the that, thing. Strutting that ass like flair. Um. 
<laughs> I love Adam Cole. You know that. Uh, I've always thought, as much as I love him, he's a little small. But, you know, it is what it is. He always still looked like an athlete, and now he doesn't. Uh, and even before now, I always advocated that he should do, uh, I don't know, a few cycles. Uh, you know. But, man. <laughs> he looks terrible. Uh, his, Did you just say you know. he should do a few cycles? Yeah, I'm a strong advocate <laughs> of that. A hundred percent. I know. We've, I di- think every, we've discussed that I, on this show many I times. Think every, I think every pro, pro athlete should at some point in their career, if not all the time, as long as they do it safely. But, I, I mean... You know, I don't also, I'm not saying we advocate illegal drug use here. I'm just saying. This, I'm just saying. I'd like to point out that this is a man with a degree in, like, what, sports wellness and shit? A- exercise physiology, and I've done my, uh, much research on the topic, so, you know. It's been years, but I can school you if you want to challenge me. I know not you. I'm saying you out there. No, uh, man. Anyway. I'm, I'm all natural. I'm all natural. That's a lie. Uh, I would use steroids. <laughs> I've looked, man, like, first of all, I'm just a dude, and I've considered doing it, like, yep. a hundred times, man. Um, I think mm-hmm. about it all the time. I'm like, well, if I just did a cycle, just a cycle of, like, HGH, <laughs> I think I, I, th- I think it'd be okay, you know what I mean? It would be, Is it but gonna, I didn't say that on air. Would a, would a single cycle shrink my balls? Does it really shrink your balls? Does steroids shrink your balls? Let's get that out. Let's dispel this rumor or confirm it right now. Do your balls and or penis sh- shrink? <laughs> you, it is not your dick, but uh, balls, it's a possibility if it's... Uh, I mean, one cycle is not going to do that. And it's a, that's a abuse thing where there are ways to do it where it would not be considered abuse and they're safe and effective. Um, You're not going to look like Ronnie Coleman stepping on a stage. Uh, I don't, maybe people might not get that reference. You're not going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're not going to look like, uh, let's go wrestling, Mike. You're not going to look like, Triple Chris H Ma- coming back from his Chris, squad injury, Chris right? Masters. You're not going to look like Chris Masters, right? But you could look like, if done properly with diet and exercise, you could look like uh, Ricochet. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. I got you. So, I got you. you. Know, Speaking of yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, did you see they announced he's a, a movie, He's in a movie called Zeus? He's playing Zeus? I I saw that. Okay, yes. so they released a poster for it yesterday. Um, announced it's coming February 2022. This is this movie comes out in in five days. Um, <laughs> uh, that's that's five days from now. We haven't seen a trailer. This is the first we've heard of it. No way this movie's terrible. There's absolutely no way this movie's awful. No way. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that part of it. That's hilarious. I don't know I if it comes out in five see. days. It said February 2022. That could be right. 25 days. You know what I mean? But okay. like, but Still, February, but I, February's in five days. Yeah, this. I can't wait for this to witness this disaster. Um, wow, that's that's fantastic. Anyway, that's, Adam Cole. That's great um, news. I think he's just. I think he's just happy, bro. 
Hey, and that's good. That's would awesome. I, would I? Here's okay. As an Adam Cole fan, because, like, obviously watching that match, it's not like he's lost a step or anything. Um, right. I just, as an Adam Cole fan, would prefer he be in shape because it's right? because it's so much easier for the shit talkers to talk shit. Like oh, 100%. Like, like if I was in an argument with a person right now face to face about a, about Adam Cole, they would be like, "Bro, you look like more of a professional wrestler than him." And I'd be like, "Fuck, man, I can't even argue with that. Fuck. Uh, fuck. Yeah. Um, yep. fuck. Like he looks like a dude that I could beat up." Yeah. Like and like NXT yes. Adam Cole I feel like probably could have kicked my ass. Um, AEW you, right now, Adam Cole, I feel like, um, like if this dude mouthed off to me, I'd be like, bro, I'll break you. Back in the day, I'd have fucked you up and taken this fucking dentist chick of yours here. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, like watch it. Um, but, uh, let's talk about Orange Cassidy getting the win. Yeah. I know that you, you know, are immediately. You know how I, feel about I know that. you're immediately not a fan of this. Here's a funny note: during that match, I was watching it, and I was a hundred percent in my head that Adam Cole was winning this match. Uh, but I had a moment where I was like, Orange Cassidy is forever gonna be this guy that like, <laughs> like, you want to talk about like climbing the ladder and grasping the brass ring? And then consistently fucking losing to like the top guys over and over and over again. And don't get me wrong, he got that win over Jericho, but it's like he's always in a feud with a top guy, and he always comes out fucking taking the pin. Uh, right. So I had like a moment where I thought that, where I was like, this dude's just like always losing to top guys. He's just like can never. And then he got the win, and I was like, oh, okay, so here's where I'm at with that. I think that we could have kept Adam Cole winning for a bit longer, but, um, one, this just gets it off, the, this just gets it off the table and out of the way, right? Right. Um, I feel like, especially with the records, the record keeping in AEW, we focus on win streaks and records probably more than we should. I think, I, and I, I think don't even think it's a proper focus, but yeah, I'm, I don't think I'm it's a you. proper focus either. But I think as fans, the Goldberg effect, we tend to get caught up in the streak of it all. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so I think one, it was just getting it out of the way. Um, two, Orange Cassidy. But then, then, then the argument will be made that it was a lights out match and it doesn't count, which is dumb in my opinion. That's an argument that's being made. It's a hundred percent an argument being made. I saw people say something like, "I thought they were building towards like Cole and Hangman, and how's he going to take a loss and be in line for a title?" And I saw people, "Wow, it was a lights out match. It doesn't count." And I've seen that argument before with the whole Britt Baker Thunder Rosa. You know, with the lights out match, they don't count. And I'm like, "That's fine, I guess," but Still and also, it's a it's a it's the same. WWE like non-finish cop out. You know what I mean? Where you don't want someone to take a loss, so you do a double DQ or this, that, and the other. Unsanctioned. It was an unsanctioned for, match, right. and an unsanctioned match doesn't right, count. Right. So you can't just use that. I don't know. I mean, 
I understand the thought, but I also don't like that argument just as much as I don't like the 50-50 booking argument from WWE. So I'm going to call him out for that, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, that is actually a very fair observation to make in regards to this. Um, it's, it's a cheap way to get someone a win without someone taking an actual loss. That is a fair observation. Now, with that said, um, I do think Orange Cassidy was a decent enough person to give this one to. He's someone that needed a big win. He's, I don't. Regardless, <laughs> I know you don't, and regardless of how you feel about him personally, it doesn't mean that he's not one of their like top upper mid-card guys that they need to keep looking good. He's over, regardless of how you personally feel. No, I, I understand he that. He <laughs> is over with the fans, so, um, you know, it was not a bad person to have to get that one. However, during that match, yes, we had the appearance of Dan Housen, who just shows up, curses Adam Cole, and just leaves. Um, <laughs> now, uh, no explanation. my uh, partner in crime at 740, uh, Shep the Destroyer, Whichever you want to call him, Shep the Destroyer or Shep the Destroyer, it's up to you. Um, <laughs> just depends on the mood or how I'm feeling. Sometimes I just call him Josh. Um, him and uh, his wife, the wonderful Marie, who listens to this show. Hey, Marie, thank you for listening. Um, Marie thinks you're too much of a, a WWE mark, Mike. Um, <laughs> I am. Uh, I don't. I don't lie about that. Um, I think she's gonna like the new format we're going with here, Mike. Uh, Marie thinks she's too or much of the WWE work, but it is what it is. We're um, trying. We're trying to build. <laughs> uh, um, they went uh, with their boy Kaio and his wife, and uh, Kaio's the lead singer. Matsunaga was right. Um, which has blown up, man. Matsunaga has a copy of the fucking album. I know, that's badass. He's got copies of it in his store, in his steakhouse. People were going there just showing up, wearing the merch. Like, I'm like, oh shit, man, that dude's wearing a Matsunaga Was Right shirt that I have in my closet right now. And like, he's wearing it next to Matsunaga. And like, people were going there showing him all the Matsunaga Was Right merch and shit. And he like, asked us for some. Asked us, I say us like I'm in this band. I'm not in this fucking band. I just tell people. That. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm the interpretive dancer. Uh, asking Mots for fucking merch. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, they went and uh, dude said when uh, Dan Housen came out, he said the place fucking blew up. Oh, I'm sure. Which you can hear a little bit on the the audio, but um, he said it was nuts. He said it was like they, it blew up. So I'm very excited to have Dan Housen on here. I think that he's going to fit nicely into AEW because he's not – he's not supernatural like The Undertaker or Kane or The Fiend, right? Like I really mm-hmm. honestly don't think that Bray Wyatt could be an AEW. Without it seeming fucking weird. Yeah. Um, Alistair Black is about as deep as you can go with it. And his shit is more of like, uh, I'm just really into like spooky shit. 
Yeah. He's, he's not, he doesn't have like powers or anything. He's just like, I'm right. really into spooky shit. Not that Dan Housen has powers or anything either. So, <laughs> um, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna fit in nicely and kind as kind of like a, like, let's be real, the inevitable Orange Cassidy, Dan Housen feud. It, <laughs> it's gonna be fucking bonkers. It's gonna be fucking bonkers. So, I'm very excited Dan Housen's there. Um, Anything else we should talk about this week in wrestling? Yeah, let's uh, let's take a quick break. I know we were going to talk about one thing before the break, but I think it'll actually fit in the next side as we explain maybe a little format change or a segment. I don't know what I want to call it. We'll, we're still figuring that out, guys. But hang tight. We will be right back. This show has more leg slaps than WWE and AEW combined. Wait, why? Because it's funny. Leg slaps? Jesus, Triple H, Christ! You you guys really wanted me to read this garbage? Oh, get oh oh, yikers! I'm recording. <laughs> This is drive-by. Alright, Mike. We're going to jump into something. I kind of think I want to call it... uh, Clickbait Cliff Notes. So, we all know that these wrestling journalists, these wrestling websites... Will type a headline. And sometimes, more often than not, I think I'll say... The headline itself is maybe misleading or maybe just not quite what the actual whole story means. And I think that's not a very good service to wrestling fans. I also think wrestling fans are fucking lazy and they don't actually read articles. They just see a headline and then start talking shit, right? Oh, um, (laughs) like, first of all. First of all, everyone is guilty of this. Like, fucking everyone is guilty of this. Everyone is. Um, everyone is. I, I'm not. I'm not, because I, like, made a personal choice a while back to not do this. So, like, read the article before you get mad. Like, and if, like, a, if, like, a headline fires me up, uh, for a fact, I'm gonna go read the article now, right? I'm a, I'm the guy in the mm-hmm. comment section that's like tells you the gist of the article and then says saved you a click. I'm that guy, um, because I hate this shit. But uh, this is a problem with everything. Uh, but wrestling in particular, it yeah, is it's bad. so much worse. So I what we're going to do for at least half of the show going forward might. We might have episodes where we just have to do this. We might have episodes where we don't have as much. But we're going to take some specific headlines, and we're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about, uh, is it a good headline? Is it a bad headline? Maybe expand on the story. Uh, maybe take some points from the story that Nee talked about, and maybe just discuss on it. So uh, here we go. Uh, headline... 
WWE offers Jeff Hardy Hall of Fame spot. Uh, the headline's fine, but let's get into this. The story is more what I want to talk about here, because this none of this makes any sense. So this is courtesy. We're not always going to credit or cite these either, because half, fuck half these guys. But I will say this first is... First of all, we th- don't want <laughs> to advertise... No, for, for motherfuckers that propagate the like the uh, that further the propagation a uh, bullshit. We don't, we're not gonna further propagation of bullshit. The lies. No, we're not gonna give. We. It's like, have you heard? Um, God damn it. Uh, what's that Slipknot song? Um, anyway, it's the one where he's like, we are gathered here today to get it right repeat after me i will not you know blah 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 i will not well he says a bunch of shit uh the one that always sticks out to me is uh i will not listen to worthless noises right right uh that's we're not gonna give a fucking second of ad time to worthless noises right so, okay, let's get into this. So, Except ringside according, news. We'll talk shit about them all day. Well, and this this is according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter. So, again, let's. this is why none of this adds up. Because I don't trust Dave, especially right now. It's weird how every... And I know, sorry, I am a mark for WWE. But it's funny how these journalists, specifically Dave, will fall all over himself to try to spoil things, like it's Rumble, the Rumbles this weekend. Let's try to spoil anyone that they've got lined up to be a surprise or this, that, and the other. But nobody said shit about Dan Hilesen being there, right? Right. And this guy talks about how he talks to AEW EVPs, like, fucking daily. Don't tell me he didn't know, but he ain't gonna say that, right? Anyway... Uh, according to the Observer Newsletter, WWE Head of Talent Relations John Laranai has contacted Jeff Hardy about an offer to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame a few weeks ago. However, Hardy rejected the offer. Uh, let's see. Hardy turned it down and asked for his drug test results because he knew he wasn't going to test positive for recreational drugs. It took Hardy and his wife six weeks to get the results back. There's multiple headlines about how long it took. I, look, I don't know how long it takes to get drug test results back. I don't know what they were testing. I don't fucking care. None of this situation makes any sense. So None of it adds up. (laughs) It's making, like, I think what we're supposed to take from what Meltzer is reporting, that WWE bad, they fucked Jeff Hardy over, blah, blah, blah. And also, it's like, they don't want him going to AEW. They now just, they just realize now that there could be a Hardy Boys reunion in AEW, and they don't want that. Wait, hold on. So you don't think they realized that when they fired him? Like, you thought they thought he was just going to get fired and not wrestle anywhere? Specifically in possibly the number two company in the world that his brother works in right now? Like, we can say Vince is dumb, but he ain't that dumb, you know? Um, yeah, right. Like he <laughs> like 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 he knows where he's gonna go, right? Right. And he and, and here's the thing. We've talked off air about this. Uh Jeff 
like them getting rid of Jeff Hardy, and there's been stories that have come out since then, like put them in a bind. He was going to be Roman Reigns' Royal Rumble opponent. It was like laid out. They had stories for it. They had like the next night, they had town specific Jeff Hardy merch. Okay. So they spent money on this man and, and his merch. Uh, he was going to work in NXT, like on shows to help kind of what AJ Styles has done the last few weeks. Uh, and was going to like, do something there, possibly continuing with doing both NXT and main roster. Like, they had plans for this man. So, I don't know what the fuck actually happened, but none of this makes any sense. Not a single bit of it makes any sense to me at all. Like, there definitely wasn't, in my opinion, there definitely wasn't a... Fuck Jeff Hardy, let's make something up and get rid of him. Something happened. And we might never really know what happened, but something happened because they cost... I mean, him not being a part of this company cost the company time and money and effort and creative, right? Yeah. And they don't like to lose that. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, what's your opinion on it? Because I'm confused as I, fuck. I, it's... It's, like, in our group chat, I put the timeline of it out there, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, the point of that was to say, like, none of this makes any sense. No. None of it. Um, and I feel like it's gonna be one of these fucking wrestling things that we don't ever really know what happened. Like, one day, Conrad will have a podcast and we'll understand it then, yeah, maybe? Yeah, maybe. 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 But, like, right now, like, fuck, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what's going on? Like, no one. Like, you know, and it's not no one. I'm sure there's probably a dozen or so people that know what the fuck's going on. But, I mean, fuck. Like, as far as fans go, or, like, talking heads quote-unquote, um, we don't know. We don't fucking know anything. Yeah, uh, man. Oh, it, it's... <laughs> I do want to say this real fast, um, while it's in my head, because I'll forget. Eh, I was listening back to last week's show, um, it's pretty harsh of me to wish that that dude had people in his life <laughs> I thought that when you said it who relapsed and he had to deal with it because it's like not really him that has to deal with it it's the people it's them it's the people yeah. that relapsed what I guess would be more accurate would be that I would want one of those people in his life that had an addiction problem to like maybe lose their phone for a few days <laughs> right and he can't get a hold of them and he's really and he's worried. Worry. He's just worried yeah. for like for like four days that they've like fallen back into it. And then they shoot him a text like, bro, I lost my phone, man. Sorry, my bad. How you been, dude? I'm good. I'm good. Like, that's really, I think, what would be more accurate. So I just wanted to like say that. 
Wow, I was thinking. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair I got enough. really okay. I got really caught up in it last week. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, story number two. Here's the headline: WWE signs major deal with Disney. Okay. Well, with all the talk that's been going like, around, well, <laughs> like like that, well. well. That might be one of the absolute most clickbait of clickbait headlines that you could possibly uh, put out there. Like, so I mean, that immediately, like, immediately spells doom. <laughs> oh, I don't want to say it spells doom, but, like, you automatically, like, the first thing I saw thought when I saw the headline is, did they just get sold? And, of course, I have to... That's what I be meant. responsible. That's what I meant. That's immediately what and, you think of. And responsible and check it out, right? So I actually read the article, and I'm not going to read this article for you like I just did the last one, but essentially, I do have to find out where they were talking here. Uh, WWE signed a deal that is very, we'll say similar. I don't know money. I don't know anything similar. like that, but. Similar to the Peacock deal, where Disney Plus in this country, uh, Indonesia, it looks like, yeah, is going to carry WWE Network, it, just the 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 content that say the Peacock con carries now. So essentially, I, I and it's been a while since we've talked, to everyone, but WWE Network on Peacock is way more, way higher on viewership than the actual standalone network USA platform. I think they said, what, 3 or 3.5 million viewers on Peacock with yeah. the w for WWE content? Yeah, they get, and they get quite a few what? more looks. I think they topped over just a million subscribers when they were on their own. So this looks like it's probably going to be a model going forward. Uh, that being said, where there is big kind of something that's not mentioned in here. I mean, they mentioned that they, you know, the episodes go to Hulu after a certain while, uh, that this is similar to the NBC universal deal. Of course it is. But what I want to keep in mind for the, all the wrestling fans, specifically the ones who will beat the drum that WWE is dying is that WWE currently has deals with Disney Plus, NBC, um, Fox. Paramount Plus, Fox. CBS, Fox, and Netflix. Who are we missing, Mike? <laughs> I mean, honest to God, huh? Uh, like, I'm not a fan of this company, but like, fuck, they're making money hand over foot. It's... Yep. It's ridiculous. Like, they are banking. And it's kind of, I guess, uh, if you listen to 83 Weeks, Eric Bischoff pretty frequently says, Ted Turner believed in pro wrestling because Ted Turner knew that pro wrestling will bring eyes to the network. Right. I mean, that's basically what Vince is doing right now, huh? 
except like he's also doing it in a way where it's like he's bringing eyes to his own product in places that it, it wouldn't have gotten to. Right. So like right. he's getting to markets that he wouldn't have gotten to, and they're using each other vice versa in that way. You think that some people yep. in Indonesia aren't fucking wrestling fans that are going to get Disney Plus now because they know they got access to WWE? Granted, it's probably not going to be like a huge amount, but let's figure right. what, man, 20,000 people? Right. So, and then the ones who already have Disney Plus that aren't wrestling fans might get exposed to something yes, they like. Or maybe they are wrestling fans, but like, you know, already had Disney Plus. And now it's like, right. oh shit, we can watch this. And they got so much content. So yep. much content to dig through <laughs> now, man. So Honestly, yep. that's the thing I miss, like, really, about having it. Like, I canceled Peacock. Like, fuck all that. Um, uh, it's pointless. It's pointless for me to have this. Um, uh, but I do miss The Office. And, um, <laughs> I miss the content, man. Like, I really... Like, here lately, I've been thinking about maybe doing the, like, the old school reviews on Facebook Live yes. again. And, I vote for that. Um, th the idea is, uh, last time, I didn't get to any of the good shit, right? Mm -hmm. None of it. None of it. Mm -hmm. Started at the first week of the Monday Night Wars and worked my way forward on both shows and made it like a year and a half into both shows and didn't get to any of the good shit. None of it. Didn't get to the Attitude Era, didn't get to the NWO. So, I'm thinking maybe I just focus on... I start at the first episode of Nitro where Scott Hall walks out from the crowd and we just cover the NWO. I really enjoy this idea. But now I have to get a fucking Peacock subscription again, right? <laughs> it's only five bucks, and it's worth it for The Office and the Harry Potter series. Uh, I got HBO Max, Harry Potter's on there. Ah, uh, yeah, Harry Potter's on there, too, and might not always be on Peacock, so you're right. But anyway, it, it's worth it for The Office. Uh, Just okay, made final my niece story. watch the first Harry Potter movie this weekend, and it was like, I thought she was really into it, man. It was like, my wife was like, no, we're going to watch the first Harry Potter movie. I'd never seen it, right? So I'm like, dope, okay, cool, let's watch it. I've never seen the first two Harry Potter movies. Um, they're the uh, worst, too. Yeah, that's what I've heard, so I was just like, fuck it. Um, I mean, they're fine, but they're of all of yeah, them. Yeah, look, least. it was a good movie, yeah. don't get me wrong, right? I was enjoying it, man. I was fucking uh, really having a good time. My niece, um, every now and again, my niece, like, she, it's pretty clear that she, like, uh, she likes my wife more. Uh, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Uh, my wife's a beautiful woman. It's only natural that this child would look up to my wife as like an adult in her life that's frequently around. And, you know, my wife plays Barbies and does all the cool like shit. It's fine. The boy likes me better. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> it makes sense. But... Every now and again, my niece will have these, like, weekends where she's here, where it's like she's all about Uncle Mike, right? Right. And this was one of these weekends, right? She was all about Uncle Mike. Um, and so she's sitting with me, and we're watching the movie, and I keep, like, looking down at her, and it looks like she's really into it. And I'm like, fuck yeah, man. 
And we're like, we got about like an hour left of the movie, and she goes, do we have to finish watching this? <laughs> Soul crushing, right? <laughs> so we were like, yeah, we have to. <laughs> we're this far in, kid. It's happening. Yeah, so uh, also, I found out that Harry was like a Quidditch prodigy. That's cool. Good for him. (laughs) All right, final story. This one just, I think we can have a quick, solid discussion on it. Um, Headline, AEW's treatment of talent is a million times better than WWE's ever was, says AEW star Chris Jericho. Okay, well, of course he would probably say something at least close to that regardless. But here's where I want to expand so we don't miss everything. I'll reread that and give you the full thing. Quote, AEW's treatment of talent is a million times better than WWE's ever was because the Khan family are owners of sports teams. So they come at it from a standpoint, from a sports standpoint, end quote. Um, would we like to talk to any of the members of the Jacksonville Jaguars before we get an opinion on this? <laughs> like players actively like lobbying to be traded because they did not want to work for the cons. But that's why, that's why Chris, that's why like, the the soccer team that's been booted out of the not booted, but I I don't know how soccer work. I heard it explained, but there's like different rankings to the leagues. The soccer team that's so bad that they lost their ranking and had to go to a lesser league. Now I know that performance isn't uh, a sign of treating you know employees uh, necessarily well or not, but it is a sign of knowing what the fuck you're doing right and being able to attract talent right yeah (laughs) so i don't know man when i saw that as an american the first thing i thought of was the jacksonville jaguars and how most players on that team describe working for the cons as the last thing they want to fucking do uh i don't i don't have any more commentary on this (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, awesome. We have. I'd like to a cover special... one thing, though. Uh, Go ahead. In regards to this, so I frequent the the website whatculture.com. Um, and every now and again, I'll, I'm not a fan of a, a few writers on it. Um, but I'd like to talk about this article, and I try to always avoid this particular writer. His name is Michael Sidgwick. Michael Sidgwick is um, Michael Sidgwick is like he's like Uncle Dave levels of fucking terrible. Okay. Um, and, and I'm not, uh, you know, I I fucking hate WWE as much as you know your average wrestling fan. I think probably does at this point. Um, uh, I'm not going to say average, you know, whatever, vocal minority, if you want to call it that or whatever. I don't really care. I'm one of those people that's like, yo, I'm done here. Um, Mm -hmm. but even I take like offense to like the shit this dude says. Um, I got you. 
I got like yep. I I get physically angry at myself when I click on one of his articles because I've given him a view. Like I'm like, ah oh, man, come on, you know better than this. You always got to check the writers before you fucking click. But so eight wrestlers who can't hide their frustration right now. All right. Oh my god. Number eight, <laughs> Mustafa Ali. That's fair, right? That's fair. That's I think is completely that... fair, right? Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Brian Cage, completely fair. Brian Cage has been also fair, pretty vocal. Yep. yep. Um. Also, sh- back to the article we just wrote or uh, talked about. Maybe we should ask Brian Cage and Big Full how they feel about that. But okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um. <laughs> number six, Charlotte Charlotte Flair. Really? Um. Yeah, uh, so, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte's frustration is palpable in general. When her character throws pies in the faces of her opponents, you promptly fuck off because it's so shitty. Who can blame her? Like, that's not why Tony Storm left. Like, that's number five, the Young Bucks. uh, Hold on. How come when WWE does shit like that, it's the end of a character, but we can have orange juice matches in AEW? I don't know. Uh, the Young Bucks, anyway, but the Young Bucks are frustrated because of how fans treat them on Twitter. Oh my god, fuck off with all of that. Um, <laughs> number four, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, Rhea Ripley, who's been treated as nothing but a top-tier star, second mm-hmm. only to Charlotte and Becky, mm-hmm. is definitely... The experience of watching Ripley struggle to enter the zone is deflating. A heel turn might help, but then she'd still be handed a page of dick drawings these hacks call a script. Like, this is the oh type of God. writing this dude makes, right? And like, Well, then why doesn't like, he here's get the on deal. the creative team and, and like, write something better? Here's the deal. I also think that the script is basically pages of dick drawings. <laughs> but, like, he sounds like such a fucking child. In Ripley's case, every ember of confidence is totally burned away. Clearly frustrated by an unflattering, smiley babyface role, she looks almost haunted by the idea of being so drastically miscast and mishandled whenever she's on camera. What? What? Yeah, let's, let's see, let's see after this weekend, that's all I'll say. Number three, Ricochet. Eh, okay, maybe. Um... But let's just, like, read a random paragraph here. Uh, I don't know. Fuck it. I'm not going to find a random paragraph. <laughs> Number two, Chris Jericho. Yeah. And here's, and here's, here's, listen to this. This is why. Everything he said was gold. The way he said everything was gold. Much as people are starting to take the piss out of him now, he loves hearing Judas far too much, and he's better at spraying sparkling wine than getting the hair dye out of a bottle. His vital contributions to the company can never be forgotten. Okay, uh, hold on. The hair dye thing was pretty funny. That was. <laughs> uh, like, hold on. Um... The look on his face when he didn't realize the camera was rolling on January 5th revealed rather a lot. Jericho, and this isn't a piss take, but rather an objective truth, which is false because everything this dude does is a piss take, um, has quite the ego on him. Perhaps his fading presence 
at the heart of this promotion explains this phoned-in comedy. Like, come on, dude. Like, I don't know. I feel like he's just... It's Chris Jericho comedy. It's been the same everywhere he's been when he does it. You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) Number one. Uh, Do you want to just, like, take a random guess in the world who number one is? Oh, my gosh. Not Roman Uh, Reigns or Seth Rollins. Okay, um, AJ Styles. That's 100% who the fuck this is. The contrast between AEW WWE supplementary content, content is possibly even more revealing than the nationally televised shows. On various blogs and being the elite, the backstage area is mostly depicted as a happy place in which skits are filmed, friends are made, and good times are had. Overall, raw talk, talking smack in the bump, various wrestlers experience soul-destroying existential crises and bemoan their positions in a broken system and unscripted promos that A, are better than anything they say on the television, and B, don't matter a single fucking bit. Um, uh... This dude basically just goes on to explain that, like, on this week's edition, AJ Styles wondered aloud why Charlotte Flair, SmackDown Women's Champion, had entered the Royal Rumble. When it was explained to him that she wished to make history and choose her own number one contender, he couldn't pretend to endorse the creative. He simply said, okay, in a rather pointed political, and I'm not saying anything sort of ideal, in which I'm not saying anything was a euphemism for, that's a load of shit, that is. So what you did here, bud, was... You surmised, you, you've surmised, this is, okay, so, the man said something, and you're like, this is what it really meant, but this is what it really meant, so, right, like, what the, you're just going, like, peeling back the onion layers of AJ, of the two single letters that AJ Styles said, and then he finishes with this. Should be noted here that AJ actively enjoys performing in WWE as one of very few acts that won't be released in shocking fashion and considers it his home, but even he isn't immune to showing frustration over the often inscrutable booking. Is he a little... Like, how does this make him the number one most frustrated person in wrestling? Uh, Here's the thing. So, the guy who just went down and was allowed to go work in NXT for a few weeks because he wanted to, and they like the idea of it. Who just, uh, if you believe everything, re-signed a long-term contract with the company, uh, is frustrated. He's now, frustrated. don't get me wrong. Everybody will un- inevitably get frustrated at their job at some point in time, right? Yeah. But, like, it sounds also that he's having a pretty good time. Um, And also, let's, like, look at the source of his frustration. <laughs> I don't like Charlotte being in the Rumble, so I'm the number... Like, he's the most frustrated person in wrestling right now. More so than Mustafa <laughs> Ali, who was denied his release this very week. More so than Brian that... Cage, who's on consistent social media rants about his positioning in a company that he has not performed for since October. Yeah. But AJ Styles does not like that Charlotte is in the Rumble because she's the champion. And that is why he's the most frustrated person in wrestling. Uh, unreal, Ron unreal. Like it anyway. Let's be real here, guys. 
<laughs> Mike, that was an absolute gem you found. Uh, thank you for that. This is kind of what when we're you gonna do moving forward. Me today, and we're like, see if you can find anything like this. I was yes. like, I was like, bro, I came across one of these last night. This you. that was beautiful. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit of topical stuff, and then we're gonna use the uh, dirt sheets to fuel the back end of the show going forward. I think we did that for a while, and we kind of got away from it. And we're gonna have more fun, more open mind, and just kind of talk shit. You know? It's, yeah, it's, we're gonna be like we used to be. It's gonna but better. be. I don't like, <laughs> but better. Like I don't know. I don't know for you, man. But like, it got to be. This stopped being fun for a while yeah no i'm with you and um, this has been a it blast really did it stopped being fun the review aspect it stopped of it being all. fun when there was no longer a wednesday night war yeah and so it's like we're gonna go back to having fun man like we don't make yep, money off absolutely this. the whole point of this like has always been for us to have fun and talk wrestling with each other yep so we're gonna go back yep. to that so we're going to go ahead and wrap the show up for our part. I have a I have a treat for the fans. You know about this already, Mike, but I was able to uh get a quick interview with one of our favorite former back in the day when we had fun uh guests that we would sometimes not even ask to show up. So I I am very uh, excited to hear this. I haven't heard this yet. Um <laughs> this is maybe one of my favorite this is maybe my favorite former guest we've ever had on here. Yeah. And um, yeah, I hate to say it, but mine too, man. Told me he had this. I was I was very excited. So this is going to be fresh <laughs> for me also. So stick around, guys. But uh, man, I don't got anything else. So I'll just roll in the way we usually do, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. We will catch you next time. You guys are beautiful. We love you. Have a great week. Drive-by fans joining me this week for what has to be a Rumble Week exclusive. The one, the only, Drive-by alum, Enzo Amore. Enzo, how the hell's it going, man? Uh, Mr. Marcus, it is good to be back here with my favorite podcast. Uh, Let me tell you, I'm very excited that it's just you because... uh partner has always been somewhat verbally abusive to me as you are well aware uh but uh you have always been a saint a brother someone that i consider a very lovely human being and you have the utmost of the zoe's respect speaking of the zoe's name for copyright reasons the zoe needs you to not pronounce his former last name it is just enzo now <laughs> for strictly copyright reasons the zo <laughs> the zo can't afford another lawsuit mr Mark. <laughs> I, I i totally understand your uh your uh your stance on that i i, just have, I know you only got a few minutes but i do have a few questions uh, uh well first I, and- my my free time has become less than it used to uh you know uh, uh, I was in a dark place back when you let me uh, appear on your show. Uh, things have changed somewhat since then. My, my free time yeah. is not as free as it used to be. I, I was going to actually ask you, Enzo, like, 
Do you miss living in the shanty town in uh, Mike's backyard? I do not miss it in the winter. Um, Ohio is a cold place in the winter. It is. It's snowing right now, as a matter of fact. Um, there, uh, let me tell you something about uh, Mr. Forrest. Uh, his wife feeds the stray cats. So, the constant defending of my food, uh, that was a real problematic experience for me. A lot of people, when I'm eating at a restaurant, they ask if I was ever in prison, the way that I sit defending my lunch. Um, but the zoo, the zoo has moved past that. Uh, I do miss it in the summer, when the sun would set. There'd be a lot of time for self-reflection. The zoo really needed it. It was a good time to write rhymes. You know, that's when I really got like my head into this music career that lasted for uh, four weeks. I I was I, I was gonna ask you like, how's the rap career going? Is there a new album yeah, I on mean, the? I verge? mean, come on, you'd know if I put out another single, wouldn't you? I mean. You guys are, are always, probably you guys are always looking to read a little Zoe lyricism on the show. So like I mean I think, we would, I think you would know. Yeah. I mean like it uh you know it uh, uh it went it went uh yeah, I mean you know. It was uh it was uh you know uh it did not go well, Mr. Marcus. I'm well I'm you know, I mean I, uh I I uh, put out a couple of videos on the the, the YouTube. Um, the YouTube gave them right back. <laughs> they do that sometimes. I, I was know. not aware that they could just give you your videos back. Uh, they did. They did. They said no. They can. They said Mister yep. Mister Zoe uh, is the first time anyone had called me Mister in my entire life. Uh, they said, Mr. Zoe, uh, with all due respect, the first track was unexpectedly decent, but, uh, no, no, we cannot support this, we, we, we do not support this like we would not support Chris Benoit adopting a child. Yeah. Ooh, that was too, Oof. the Zoe takes that back. You don't. Um, I'm. I'm no psychologist, I'm no therapist. I'm just as a fan of your your rap music. I just think maybe I don't know, I'll talk to Mike if you want me to. Maybe when the weather warms up, you can move back to that backyard, get inspired. I I'm kind of needing it, man. Uh you know, uh, he told me uh that if I ever needed a place to stay, uh, there are plenty of homeless shelters, so I don't know if that backyard's gonna be open again for this stuff. I'll be honest. I'll I'll be honest. I shit in that man's backyard. Uh, there's, Ooh, there's no did you bury it? The, no, no. The zoo just left it there and then blamed it on the stray cats. It clearly was not a cat. It clearly was not a cat, Dookie. It was clearly zoo shot, zoo sized. Um, uh, it was petite and furry. Uh, it was clearly a zoo deuce. Uh, well, look, if I come to him and state that it could resurrect your rap career, I might be able to make the case. And I, you know, I got a feel 
this is probably why you were snubbed to be a part of this amazing Super Bowl halftime show that's coming up, and I just kind of wonder what you felt about that, or how you felt about that. Well, uh, let me tell you, there were a lot of legitimate rap superstars left off this, so the Zoe takes no disrespect, like, no Lil Wayne, no Drake, no T.I., no up. It, it all makes sense. You know what I mean? It's okay. You could only have so many legends. And, and to be honest, the Zoe wasn't around for that 90s, 2000s hip-hop period that they're really honing in on for the 45-year-olds. Uh, so the Zoe takes no disrespect, but the Zoe is uh, hoping that maybe he can do the Star Spangled Banner to open it up. That, that, that would be something. All right, I know our time is kind of getting short does here. Does Zoe been practicing it? Do you want to hear it? <laughs> do we have time? Because I have one more question. I just do a couple lines. Okay, I definitely want to hear it then. Right. Oh, all day, can you see by them bombs, doily lights? See, does those getting it? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, maybe this can happen. I, I don't know if we've got time, but I might even think about starting a, uh, a petition for this. Uh, okay, last question, Enzo. It's recently come out, of course this is Dirt Sheet, so what do you believe, that Big Cass is actually only 6'7"? So how did you teach him to lie about his height? Well, here's the thing. The WWE has a machine. They don't tell anybody about this, right? They put you on it daily. Stretches you out. Oh. Puts you on it daily. You shrink back down. It only lasts for a matter of four hours. You can't teach that. I mean, I guess you can because it's a science machine. The Zoe doesn't understand the science of it. You could teach the Zoe that. But I mean, like, you know, you could teach someone that. It's science. Ah, uh, you know? So, it, uh, you know, you, they put the big man on it. They stretch him out in about three inches. Uh, and then uh, we head on out. And I mean, you know, I do my bit. Can't teach that. Couple haters. Do all of it, you know? And then we go back to the hotel. Big man shrinks back down to a smaller big man. We go about life. It's not a lie. Nothing on the WWE is a lie. Everybody, the uh, Zoe knows. Everybody, everybody knows that everything on TV and the internet is bad. They had a stretching machine that gave an extra three inches. You didn't use that for anything else, did you? No, I definitely put my big toe on it. Uh, that's what I was afraid of. It does not work. Uh, it does not work for penises. Trust me. Uh, uh, well, I was good until you said trust me, uh, Enzo. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you stopping by and giving me this interview. Um, is there anything you'd like to say uh, to the drive-by nation out there? Zoe's hitting the indie circuit. He is doing it. Uh, he's definitely, if you are a local Ohio person, he will be in uh, Circleville for the Roundtown Reunion coming up in a few There we weeks. go. Uh, the, all four of the horsemen will be there except the two important ones. Uh, well, well, who else? Uh, Nick Gage, the 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 man himself, the the, the the fucking king of this shit. Nick Gage, 
So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a good time to be the zone. I've been signing autographs, making money, sitting next to Virgil, hot dogs and handshakes. You know, you know, you know. Well, I like it. Hey, maybe I can, I don't know if Mike's going. He's big, big, big fan of the indie scene. If he is, maybe I can talk to him about hooking you up with a uh, 740 shirt, man. How would you feel about that? I have uh, asked for one of these 740 shirts oh. since their inception. Uh oh. And it's like they keep saying we just gotta get a wrestler in one, and I'm like, hey, I'm your man, it's the zone. Uh, <laughs> and I don't yeah. get my voicemails returned. No, um, you 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 could probably order one online. If you had like 20 bucks. I want one for free. I feel that I am owed that. Uh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll see what I can do on uh, both both of those avenues. Uh, Zoe, thank you. Uh, this has been an exclusive on the Drive-By Wrestling Podcast. This was a delight as always, Mr. Marcus. Uh, you, you, thank you again very, very, very much. Can I borrow a dollar? Um, I don't carry cash. Uh, I have some pennies in my drawer. You can Venmo it to me. Um, I'd rather you not have my Venmo information. Cash app. Uh, none of that. Can I make a a peanut butter sandwich? I don't even want the jelly. It's just a pee-pee. Uh. I just will um, use one piece of bread and fold it in half. Listen, I'll make it and you can have one. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Alright. Uh, can you go stand on the porch for a minute? I'll be outside. For you, my okay. Please. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Alright. New episodes of Drive-By are available every Saturday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and everywhere podcasts are found. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash drivebypod. And follow us on Twitter at drivebypod. This has been a presentation of the Nearfall Network. Until next time, bye.